This is episode 15 of Back to Normal. Today is September 6th, 2020. Now let's get started. So today what I'm planning to talk about is a piece of media that uh, Julia and I started watching last night. The It's the Frozen 2 documentary that's on Disney+. Plus. It's called Into the Unknown, matching the song, um, in my opinion, one of the best songs in that movie. And uh, it kind of got me thinking that just starting, we've watched two episodes of the doc- documentary now. Um, it really just got me thinking and wanting to do an episode on kind of the process of growing up and the process of understanding and figuring out what you're good at as, as a human being. And, um, like just, just as a, as a tiny sub example in this documentary, there are so many different kinds of skills that are, that are described and discussed. And I just wanted to, to like, first of all, you got Obviously, there's it's an animated movie. There's animation. There's voice acting. There's the actual like singing uh, of the songs. There like it focuses heavily on the writers and directors, um, the editing of the movie. Like all of these many many pieces have of of talent, skill, knowledge have to come together in this perfect harmony in order for a movie to come out. But it, it's fascinating to me watching it like. I, I have the ability to write. I wouldn't, I'm not like trying to say that I'm an excellent writer, but I can, I can write something that in the end is good. Like I can, I can polish something up. If I spent a lot of time writing it, something I could do it. I'm not, I'm not going to be like an amazing writer. I'm it's never going to be my job or anything, but, um, it's a, it's a skill that's possible, but like animation to me, like I can't even draw, I can barely draw good stick figures and, I feel like I drew just as much as other kids when I was little. I just never, I did not have that skill. I didn't have it. And try as I might, I can't even picture myself getting good at still drawing, like drawing one single image of anything, whether it's nature, whether it's like animals, people, and having it be good. I just can't imagine that. But these people, they've dedicated their lives to it and they're so, so, so good at it. Um, and so like, like I said, it got me thinking watching this documentary that like the actual act of growing up has nothing to do really with getting older. It's not about, it's not about, you know, becoming full size. It's not about, I mean, to a certain extent, it's kind of figuring out learning the world around you. Um, but it's mostly figuring out and accepting the things you're good at and focusing, focusing down to the point where you can do those few things that you're really good at extremely well and then doing them. Like, again, hopefully you can get to a point in your life where you actually can do those things. Um, I guess I should probably say that the people who do get to do that are really, really lucky and I feel like I've, 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 I actually have been able to do that, which is really nice to be where I am at work. Um, but I, it's, it's a really interesting lesson that every, I think probably everybody has to go through that you can't be good at everything. You, it seems like a noble goal to like have, like chase all the skills. 
like to be able to say, I'm good at drawing, I'm good at singing, I'm good at reading, writing, um, you know, like if I had to, if somebody was going to give me a lot of money or if I had a bunch of like time that I could dedicate to this without needing to worry about money, I could make myself an entire frozen movie, like just me. I could do all the singing parts. I could do all the writing. I could do everything, but nobody, nobody realistically actually has the time or skills or like diversity of skills to be able to do all of those things. And so you have to, as a person, as an adult, you have to kind of grow up and figure out and narrow down what you're good at and, and really, really focus on that. Cause it's, it's super easy to get distracted and think that you can potentially do anything, but by the time you are like kind of between 15 and 25, you basically have to figure out or start figuring out what you're really, really good at and, and not get distracted by shiny other things that come along that you like, try them by all means, try them. But if you're not good to not, not go down that path too far and, and spend too much time on it, because it's just, it's just going to lead you down a path of wasting time and um yeah so so this was kind of my my thought watching this this documentary and the 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 most ridiculous thing to me is the way that what they've got at the end of this the whole point of this documentary is like we've we've never they'd never really embarked on a project of this scale and they really had they wanted the movie to come out on a certain date, like they set this date years earlier, they really wanted it to come out because they wanted it to be ready for Christmas of 2019. And no matter what was happening, no matter what was still not quite right with the movie, they needed to hit that date. And so they were basically playing this game of chicken with the concept of time. And you know, time is not going to cede any, any space on that. And so they're trying to, we, like I said, we watched the first two episodes, so I don't know what's like what's to come still. Um, but they're at the point where you have to make a decision between um, this is good enough. This is as good as we can possibly make it. We need to just finish it and get it out. And if it could have been better, then we have to live with that. Or you have to kind of concede and say, listen, we're not going to make this deadline we need to push the opening back. And based on what I've what I've heard about the documentary and heard about the movie itself, um, they didn't push the movie day back. They ended up kind of cramming all the work that remained to be done into the remaining time. And a lot of people talked about this film critically, or it was kind of, um, it got, I would say, negative reviews overall. But personally, like just watching it, I'm not, I'm not a film critic. I'm not trying to be, but I really like that movie and the music is really good. And like, I think they've got a set of really good actors and a set of really good characters. And it's just kind of fun and interesting for me to watch what they go through. And of course, obviously I have a two-year-old daughter. And so I've seen this movie like 20 times now or something. And she really, really loves the characters too. Like you can see in her, like she's got all the Elsa stuff and like um, she really likes Olaf. You can tell that like the Disney formula of, you know, having princesses and songs and like funny side characters, it 
it works for a reason because people find it interesting and people like it. And um, yeah, so I don't understand. I'm like, I'm not saying I don't understand. I understand the things that people have problems with. They're just not really that big of problems for me. And I, I just kind of like the movie. And um, so I'm really interested to see how the, the rest of the documentary goes. And we're going to keep watching this movie. My kid's only going to get, I think she hasn't even reached the inflection point of liking this movie the most she possibly could. Um, as she gets older, she's going to, she's going to find new levels of enjoyment of this movie. And, um, yeah, so, so I'll talk, I want to talk a little bit more about growing up just the way that I did it. Um, because it took me like, not only did I not figure this out for a really long time, but I think a lot of people go through similar things in that, um, when I was quote unquote growing up, when I went to university, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew what I liked. I knew that I liked chemistry and I, I kind of like technology. Like I, I, I pursued it a little bit, but not really that much. And I think that in the end, I think I hadn't really pursued technology just because I didn't really have any disposable income. Like I had, I worked a little bit, but not really, not really enough to like buy myself a computer or anything. And, um, so I got to university, not really yet knowing exactly what I wanted to do. I, like I said, I, I liked chemistry and I wanted to pursue that, but, um, the only things that I really knew, like thought, thought of as available jobs as possible jobs for me were things that you could get out of a university degree. So things like doing research in a lab seemed really, really exciting to me. And it took going through university, it took going to a master's degree to figure out that uh, I get, I, like I could physically do it. Like I said, it's not that it was impossible, but I didn't really like it that much. And a lot of the skills that were required were things that I, like some combination of, I either didn't find interesting or I wasn't particularly great at it. And over that time, over the time in university, I developed more and more interest in technology and started to learn the very basics of programming. And so I was able to use some of those skills, but what I found was my interest, my f interest in, in those domains lay outside of academic research. And so that led me down the path where I am like at a certain point when I finished university and I had worked for six months at a computer store called Canada computers. I was gaining that experience with technology that I really liked, figuring out that I really, really liked it, but I didn't have any ability to like, that wasn't a career path working at the computer store. And so I needed, I needed some job that was going to be stability and, you know, give an actual salary, not necessarily relying on hourly wage. That was just kind of what I wanted to do. And so I needed something. And I ended up working at, because I still knew that I really loved science. I, I didn't want to abandon science completely. I wanted to still live in that world a little bit. It was just really academia that was really pushing me away. Um, I ended up finding the, I ended up finding my, my job at NSERC and NSERC was involved in science, but not directly. And I kind of bounced around, like I've said in my first, in episode number 10, um, I kind of bounced around from job to job, but I eventually kind of narrowed in and started doing, using programming in my job, started figuring out, um, what was missing technologically in my job. 
and working on things like audio editing, working on things like video editing, um, because I just think that being able to communicate in multiple different media are really, really important. And, and similarly, along the same lines, I also started doing a lot of web development at that time. Um, web design, like, like I said, again, in episode 10 building, uh, actually might've been episode 10 and episode two, I think, um, building websites, building ways to communicate on the internet is like such a massive hobby of mine. And, and, um, that's basically between, especially during this pandemic, like my job has completely changed, but doing video and audio editing and doing kind of web design, figuring out how to set up systems for people to communicate with each other on the internet. Like that's my passion. And it, it really is, it's incidental that I'm able to, to use science in my current job, but I think ultimately the best thing that I can do is build tools and systems to allow people to communicate on the internet. And that's, that's why I've been doing this. And I really, really like that process. And to me, it's really just a distillation. Like the, for me, it's perfect because I have, this is what I'm good at and I figured it out. And now I just have to keep focusing and narrow down that goal until I'm, I'm doing exactly what I want. And I think if I had to guess, I'm probably between 75 to 80% of the way there. And I've still got a long time left in my career. I've still got probably over 20 years, maybe more, um, to figure out how to get to that point. And so that's, that's what I'm going to do. I, I have figured it out and now I'm just narrowing my focus and that, that's really exciting to me. So I'm going to leave it there. Thanks very much for listening and uh, look forward to talking to you in the next one. Bye.